Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. We have made it. Cue the spooky music. Dun, 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 do. To the 13th episode of the podcast. We made it. Lucky number 13. If we were a hotel, this episode would not exist. Actually, maybe we can do what I did with the 10th episode and think that it's the 9th. And just completely skip it entirely. I inadvertently did the hotel method there. But no. Anyone who has the ability to count, which is usually me, sometimes not, would be able to tell that, yes, we made it to the 13th episode. The lucky number 13. Now, this is very fitting because it is our our first episode fully in September. You know, last episode, I think it, it came out September 1st. So you could argue that that was the first episode in September. But... We're going to, you know, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that was recorded the day before, August 31st. So really, this is the first fully we're into fall. We're in, into the spooky season. And you may be thinking, um, no, fall doesn't start till like the 20 something. I've explained um, probably ad nauseum at this point how I think the season should be. And I think September 1st is when fall starts. So by my calendar, happy fall, everybody. And then maybe okay, fall starts September 1st. Maybe we'll allow autumn to start September 21st or whatever, because autumn sounds more of a, um, like a technical term, like a, a term kind of based on the moon or whatever, whatever decides, you know, when these seasons start. So we're going to go with that. This is the first day of, well, I guess September 7th, September 8th, first week of fall, autumn, you can start when you're supposed to start. So welcome. I hope everyone has had a good week. We have a few different you know, things to discuss, very pressing, important matters. I actually have, not to brag, I have a full pen and paper in my hands. Now, the paper that I'm staring at is completely blank. So don't worry, I haven't planned anything for this episode, so don't expect anything different than what you've been getting from me. But what I'm going to do differently is if I have like an idea floating you know, through my, my head as I'm talking about something, I will simply... You know, get this, get this process. These are my steps. If you want to start your own podcast, this is what you're going to do. If you have an idea mid-sentence, instead of like completely switching what you were talking about and not finishing one thought, you could just write it down and then it'll be there for you. That's the fun thing about paper is it's really not going away unless someone rips it, burns it, flushes it down the toilet, your dog eats it, your cat eats it, your fish um, poos on it in the tank. Um, you just, oh, I just had an idea. See, I'm writing it down. You can hear the pen. Ready? See? So if you get to the end of this episode, which I hope at least five of you do, I'd actually be very interested to see how many people not only start, but finish an episode. Sorry for a different day. If you get to the end of this episode and you think, wow, that was so well structured, so well organized. That is why. That is why I am, I'm, I'm stepping it up one step at a time. I think in three years from now, I might graduate to having like a typed outline. But I don't want to put too much pressure on myself, so I'm just going to move at my own pace. But speaking of planning, I actually do have a few, um, not really topics, more so things that I'm going to bring up as sort of an open dialogue with myself. You know, I, I ask a lot of questions on this on this podcast that... Um, I can answer that Google probably could answer if I, you know, put the effort towards actually Googling it. Um, or if I had some sort of guest on that had any sort of like common sense level and we could probably think this through. But because I'm alone, 
you're just getting my my thoughts without release any sort of conclusion. So I have a few of those that I think we should just like discuss as a group. So my first one is, as I've as I've talked about more so in the earlier episodes, I am an academic, an intellectual, and therefore a reader. Now what this means is I have my finger on the pulse of the publishing industry. And I've noticed there's a weird thing that happens when a book gets published. Is a lot of the times when I'm on used book sites, because that's usually where I can only read a book, um, because um, I, I have, I've had this whole thing, this whole issue of like buying books and then never reading them. I think one of the first things we brought up in the first episode was um, buying books and reading books are two completely different hobbies. And for a while, I was so much better at buying them than I was at, than I was at actually reading them. Good news, I've caught up to all the books that I've, that I've bought. Um, so I don't have any books that I, I bought and haven't read, unless you count school textbooks that are collecting dust in my closet. Then I bought all of those and read none of them. So I can't really pat myself on the back too hard. But in terms of like fiction, books that I read just for fun, those are all, I'm all caught up on my list, right? So in order to um, really address this book buying issue I have, I've been doing two things. One, going to the library. Now, I actually came up with the idea of the library. Not too many people know this, but about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. I've always really enjoyed reading, but I would say I probably got into it like right before um, the bad C word, COVID, happened. Right before COVID happened. And um, I read a lot of books during COVID. And then since I've kind of sporadically, like I'll read seven books in a week. I'll take four months off from reading anything, then I'll read like eight in a month, and then I won't read for another year. So it's kind of, it's very sporadic and off and on. But in one of my um, periods of reading a lot, I was like, listen, you only read books once. I mean, I know some people read books more than once, but me personally, like I'm only ever going to read a book once. So really there should be a place, this is an actual thought I had, there should be a place where like you you almost like rent the books. So you just rent it for a few days, you read it, and then you bring it back and it shouldn't cost as much. Or it should, I mean, it should basically be free because you're bringing the book back anyway. And if you bring it back in good condition and on time, like it's free and you've got to read your book, you bring it back and you know, everyone's happy. And then I realized that, um, yeah, those things do exist and they're called libraries. So well, well, I'm not the reason that libraries exist. I essentially had that idea. And this is also the reason why I could never go on Shark Tank because I have the ideas that could get me on Shark Tank. Everyone just thinks of them first. And it is kind of fun if anyone's ever had an idea that you realize is a thing to sort of see how that thing is doing, like how that product or how that business is doing. And sometimes I check and it's a business that's flopping and I think, thank God I dodged that bullet. And sometimes I check and it's a business that's thriving. And I, I basically start cashing checks that I don't have because I'm like, I deserve this money. I was robbed. But getting back to this whole library business, why I brought it up is because in order to combat this terrible habit of buying more books than I will actually read, I've done two things. I fought it off in two methods. And again, I'm just giving a slew of good advice today. Keep that pen handy. Keep that paper ready. For, you know, from what I was talking to you about before about podcast tips, now you're getting book tips. So listen up. Step one, use the library because it's almost like um, like exposure therapy where you're supposed to do the thing that you have trouble with enough time so that it um, 
you know, it doesn't become as like, you know, hard or challenging or whatever. Because when you go to the library, you can just trick yourself into thinking that you're buying books. You get to go in, you get to grab stuff off a shelf, you don't have to pay, you get to just walk out, and it's not illegal. You know, if you did that at the actual bookshop, you would probably get arrested. You might not get caught every time, but the time that you did, you would probably get, I mean, you know, a report written up on you, and we can't have that. But at the library, it's already free. You just need a library card. Um, which, funny story, I um, found my brother's library card from like at least five, six, seven, eight years ago, and I tried to log into the, um, like, because now library cards, a lot of it is online based because you can buy like ebooks and stuff. So I tried to log on and I completely like guessed what the password was and I got it right. So, um, and it's not the obvious. Like if you, if you know me, you know who you are and you're listening and you're thinking that's not too impressive. We all have the same password for everything. Allegedly, allegedly, it wasn't even that one, mom. It wasn't. I guessed a, an entirely new password, which was pretty good of me. Um, I'm pretty impressed with my own self. That, that would and should be the name of not only this episode, but the podcast in general. Um, but yeah, so thank you, brother, for um, allowing me to use your library card when I didn't actually tell you that I did. So you'll be finding out here if you listen. That'll be the true test. If the library authorities like come after you, um, or I guess me for fraud, for impersonation, like let's just pretend none of this happened, okay? You are using a library card currently, obviously, duh. So yes, first level of tackling that book buying issue, go to the library. The second is used books. Now you can buy used books off of Amazon. This is another life hack. Get that pen out. When you, when you find a book on Amazon, it'll say like ebook, audiobook, hardcover, softcover. Underneath that, there's a button that's like see other options. And then you can see the used options. And a lot of time they're a lot cheaper. And like when you get it, you'll barely know that it was used. Because again, the person probably read it a total of one time, if that. So I've been doing that. And I've noticed that for some weird reason, there's different like covers. Like I've, I've ordered a couple books and the covers that I've seen in the stores or online aren't the cover that I've been getting, like the actual, like the picture on the front of the book. So I put my detective hat on and I've looked into it and they're all like either the UK version, like cover, the like American edition cover. And I just got to thinking, why is that a thing? Like, why do different countries, different regions that even like it's the same title, it's the same language, like it's not a translation of the book. It's literally the exact same book. Why do they need a different cover? Like the actual cover art is it's, it's like completely different. Not like they changed the font or they made it like, you know, they italicized it because they thought like the British readers would want to see it in like, you know, very cool letter. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. And then I looked into it and I couldn't find an answer. So if anybody has an answer for me, if anyone works in the publishing industry, I have two, I have two requests. One, um, please hire me. I will do editing. I will do um, like literally anything. I'll do research for whoever wants to write a book, um, specifically if it's on food or like any sort of um, like Shrek topic. Like if anyone is writing like Shrek fan fiction, I can help you out with that. Um, if they're writing a Shrek 8, I can help you with that or whatever next Shrek we're waiting for, waiting with bated breath. Um, so that's my first request. My second request would be just to look into that. Like, why is that something that happens? I would understand it more if it was just for, um, 
you know, a different cover art for regions that you'd have to like translate the whole book anyway. And like the title was different. So like, obviously the title would be the same, just in a different language. I get like, oh, we're here. Like we might as well change the little picture or whatever. But why from like American to Canadian to like European, UK, why are those pictures different? Like that makes absolutely no sense. Do you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do some digging. I'm going to reach out to my contacts at the Geronimo Stilton Publishing Agency of the Scholastic Book Fair. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to a Scholastic Book Fair and I'm going to say, I am not leaving this place until you tell me why there are UK covers, American covers, and Canadian covers. And I'm sure that will handle that. So, so actually stay tuned on that. Like I promise you, I will have an answer for you by next episode. I also have, speaking of regions in books, this is, this is going to be very um, Canada-focused, this next little question here. But um, if anybody knows the store Indigo... It is like um, it's like a, a it's a bookstore. It's like a Barnes and Noble, uh, whatever. Like a it's a it's a library where you have to pay, essentially. You know, one of those one of those bookstores. They sell books. They sell like weird little knickknacks, uh, magazines, bookmarks. Um, there's usually a Starbucks in them. So it's a bookstore. You get the scene. And I have to say, I really enjoy just the atmosphere. It's it's very calming. It smells like candles. It smells like. Um, it's for some reason it always kind of smells like like a newborn baby. I don't know if that's just me or everybody. Um, if anyone has had that similar experience, please reach out to me and let me feel less alone. But um, regardless, a great place to be. And if you if you've ever gone into there, you'll see that in the store there's an entire section called Heather's Picks. And on some of the books, there's a little sticker that says Heather's Heather's Pick. And it's not weird for stores to do like Book of the Month or like employee favorite or you know they have the little like 20 percent off sticker or like now what netflix show which are always like three or four episodes longer than they really need to be like they're really dragging it out um but regardless there's like those type of stickers what i understand but there's this one sticker that's advertising a heather's pick and it's like one who is heather and two, why does Heather think she's so important that just because she put a sticker on a book saying she approved it, that I should automatically, like, flip my shit by it? Like, am I really supposed to see Heather approve this book and start, like, jumping up and down for joy, saying, I need to read this now? Now, if we look into it and it turns out that Heather is, like, a descendant of Shakespeare or something, then I will issue a formal apology in the next episode. Um, but, yeah, I, I would just like to know, who are you? And I was going to ask an employee when I was there, but it just, at the time, I just never was face-to-face with an employee because, because, and this is, everyone should be proud of me, I did not buy a book. Speaking of not buying a book in a bookstore, this is a very book-centric episode. It actually is. It's the first week of school. So it, it makes sense. I'm very book-heavy, book, book heavy, you know, back to the books. For all the, uh, for all the children, all the students, older students, younger students, the world alike, um, is it, and I didn't do this, I really didn't do this, but is it uh, poor practice to go into a bookstore, like this is just like book etiquette is what, is what these next couple questions are going to be. Is it, is it poor etiquette to go into a bookstore, maybe, you know, grab a Heather's pick, grab a Starbucks, because there's, there's always some sort of coffee, refreshment, beverage ready to go in there, and just kind of sit down for eight hours and just read a whole book and then just put it back on the shelf? Like, is that technically, like, stealing? Like, on the scale of, of, of testing a grape in the produce section of the supermarket 
to like, you're going to be put in handcuffs. Like, where does that fall? Because it seems like stealing, but you're not actually taking anything. You're just taking like the knowledge of what happens in the book. So I bet you someone has sued or like there's been some sort of lawsuit to figure out like if that's theft or not. I bet you there had someone's always sued for something. I bet you this has gone to like the Supreme Court. Like this is what they're worried about. Like with everything happening, they're, they're, they're so concerned about figuring out if this is stealing. I, I promise you, I swear it has. Um, but yeah, that's just, I, I, that's just a question. Also, second thing of book etiquette. If you're gifting someone a book, like if I am giving you know, someone a book for Christmas, is it poor practice to read the book before? Like just, just give it a quick little read. I'm I'm actually I'm actually curious. I could see an argument both ways. One, like if someone was giving me a book, I wouldn't care if they read it before. But if I get a book and it has that little crease and like maybe there's a coffee stain on some of the pages and maybe some of the pages are a little bit curled, then then it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a little bit obvious. And then you might have to go buy a second book. And then you could sell that book that you were gonna give, but then read on the used section of Amazon. But I've just, you know, it's it's just it's just interesting because it's not like a you know, it's not like something you have to open. Like, you wouldn't really be able to tell that it was used until it was like they had that, that crease. You know, when you're about halfway through a book and you can see that crease forming down the center? You know, you, so I guess, yeah, I guess the answer would be read like the first, the first maybe 30% of the book and then flip to the end to like the last 30%. And then just Wikipedia what happens in the middle so that there's no, none of that crease, you know, that gives you away. And, and just don't have any sort of beverage. Uh, maybe keep your mouth closed. Don't chew gum while reading a book because your gum will probably fall out and stick in the pages. Don't ask how I know that, okay? We've all, it, it's, it's been a rough, it's been a rough month, okay? So I think, I think we can close the book on the book talk. I think that is enough acad- academia for one day. I think we've really, you know, honored the back to school moment. You know, this in this first week of fall. Speaking of fall, I achieved a tremendous feat today, today specifically. Um, yesterday, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, two days ago, if you're listening to this a day after it comes out, three days ago, if you're listening to this two days after it comes out. And if you're listening it three days or later, you're just going to have to do the math yourself because, you know, come on now. But for the first time since summer started, I've made it a full day of being inside, being outside, being in the car, being on the side of the road. I've stayed in a hoodie and not felt too hot, not felt, you know, I need to take this thing off. I I successfully made it without trying. I stayed in a hoodie. Now, if you don't know me, which unfortunately a lot of you do know me because the only people that listen to this are my family and maybe a friend or two along the way. Um, I I pretty much live in a hoodie. I love a hoodie. I just found out that Costco has like full on Kirkland tracksuits. I already have their um the the Kirkland signature crew thing. Is that called a crew neck? Where it's a hoodie without a hood, so a non hood e. I already have that, but I I I'm pretty much about to go there now and get the full the full thing for the fall because why not? The day that I got my Costco membership was like the best day of my life. Um, also the day that if I do the math, the day I contracted COVID. So I got two things that started with a C 
on the same day. And actually in my Costco picture, I didn't know it at the time, but I had, I had COVID. So it's almost, um, it, it's, 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 I would say that it's a stain on the memory, but it's also like, I'll never not remember, you know, the circumstances of that, of that fateful day where I got the highest high and the lowest low. Um, but moving on from COVID, it's, it's gotten enough of our time. If any of my you know, loyal listeners, again, mom, would like to get me the Costco tracksuit, I would be very appreciative and, you know, would, would, would never look cooler. Um, so I'll send, I'll put all my measurements actually in the, the bio of the Instagram that we have, the Nobody Asked for This Instagram. I believe it's NAFT underscore pod. Something like that, NAFT underscore podcasts. It's in the it's in the uh, description of however you're listening to this on. Actually, let me get let me do the hardcore journalism. I'm going to find it the podcast to or sorry then it is here we go. Uh, ooh, this is an interesting one. It's at nobody underscore asked underscore for underscore this underscore podcast. So it's nobody asked for for this podcast with instead of spaces underscores. Go there. I'll put my whole my whole chart. I actually I'll go into one of those dunk takes maybe that tells you like your full breakdown, your BMI. I'll tell you that, and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna copy and paste that data into your phone, show it to a Costco employee, and say, "Listen, I need the tracksuit in black. I think it also comes in white, maybe a gray, but I'll take the black one, please." Um, and just say, I need the hoodie for someone with these measurements. I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out for you. The, the lovely people at Costco. Which, speaking of, quick side note, Costco, a great place to buy books. They have very cheap books there. Um, but yes, back to why I brought up, you know, the, the glory of Costco. I have made it a full day wearing a hoodie. And I just think that is, again, a reason why fall needs to be now. Um, and, and again, autumn, you'll have your time in a few weeks when you start, maybe two weeks at this point. Um, but, but, fall, but fall really has sprung. Spring has flopped. Summer, goodbye. Winter, we'll see you in a sec. But fall, step on up. This is your time. You did it, Joe. Speaking of winter, which, as I said, I'm sure will be here in you know, 2.8 seconds. I recently found out. Now, please don't mock me for not knowing this. Um, but I'm sure we've mentioned that my, uh, geography skills, I'm geographically, I'm geographically, um, not the most knowledgeable, um, in the subject, uh, because I just never spent the time to sit down and memorize the map. Now, I don't understand why that makes people think that I am stupid, um, uh, because I didn't memorize the map. I'm, sh- I, you know, congratulations if you have, but no, I can't tell you, um, what province is to the right of me. Uh, I think it might be uh, um, Alberta. I think we might be below. Uh, what's above us? Ooh, I think one of the territories, maybe. Like the north, Northwest Territories? Anyway, as you can see, not great at geography of my own country, let alone the world. But I recently found out that because Christmas has like a set date, and at any given point, different countries have different seasons like they're in a different season of the year and then i was like wait in australia australia nar which by the way i feel like nar is like 
something that people say now, like they spell it N-A-U-R, like they'd be like, nar, like people that obviously don't naturally have Australian accents. I just want everyone to know I started that. I've been saying that at least since 2017. Um, so that's another thing that I should get credit for and haven't. So add that to the list. Again, pen and paper. Write that down maybe in the bottom corner, like things Francesco should um, get credit and our financial compensation for and yet has not. Maybe you could short that into an acronym or whatever. Um, add that to the list. But in Australia, they have, like, it's in December, it's summer, which means that during Christmas, it's summer, which got me thinking, does that mean that the people in Australia, when they think, like, Christmas dinner, they don't think, like, turkey, they're probably thinking, like, barbecue. And do they decorate with, like, the icicles and stuff? Because they either do that more so because they don't get it naturally, or they have no idea that, like, Christmas is, like, in other parts of the world, like, snowy. Like, do they think of Christmas and, like, palm trees? Christmas and palm trees. That sounds like one of those, like, crappy Hallmark movies. But regardless. Although, you know what? I'm going to contradict myself because now that I'm... I have a dissenting opinion against my own self. I guess when you're decorating in snow... Like, even places here that are technically winter when it is December, like like Florida or whatever, they, they, I guess they, they're decorating Christmas because you're like decorating with like the wintry stuff because you're decorating it to be like the North Pole. Which, P.S., I was thinking, North Pole doesn't sound so bad. Maybe we, maybe we need to move there. Maybe we need to, like, do people live in the Arctic, the Antarctica? Because like, it sounds pretty cool. Like, March of the Penguins, I saw that movie Happy Feet. They seemed pretty cool. Like, we could live amongst the penguins. I don't know who we is. I guess me and anyone dumb enough to, to come with me. But I wonder, we can be a real estate agent in Antarctica. I'm just going to Google that very quickly. Antarctica. I don't want to have to do any editing, so I'm going to keep talking um, so that it is some sort of uh, um, dialogue that I can pass, at, pass off, pass out as good, not pass out, Pass as good content. I can't even speak. Um, Antarctica is the fifth largest continent, being nearly twice the size of Australia and larger than Europe. Oh, quick question for the geography people. Um, Australia is the con the continent, but also the country. And then what is Oceania? I, I don't... That doesn't quite um, make sense to me. Okay. What is the population? Okay. The population of the Antarctica is 1,000 to 5,000, depending on the season. Okay, honestly, um, this might sound dramatic, but th I think that's a little bit too many people. One you have to live with 1,000 people, to up to 5,000 people. Seasonal, like what is this, a beach, a beach town? It's seasonal, like people flock here. I wonder if it's... Hmm, do you think it's more popular? I don't know what the show has become. Do you think it's more popular to live in Antarctica during when it's colder or during when it's warmer because i feel like i mean if you're gonna go you gotta go when it's like brutal and then you can tell everybody you know i am the highest level of survival mode because i survived antarctica during the coldest time of the year whereas normally people leave places when it's the coldest this is very interesting i'm gonna keep okay what is the population of antarctica 
Hmm. Okay, here we go. The first semi-permanent inhabitants of regions near Antarctica were British and American sealers who used to spend a year or more on South Georgia. Wait, is there a government in Antarctica? Is there Antarctica police? Okay, I, I kid you not. I will actually do, for the next episode, mark my words, we're going to do a deep dive into Antarctica. I will, I will come with facts. I will come with um, penguins to interview. I will come with clips from the movie Happy Feet until they um, sue, cease, and desist. And I have to take those out of the episode. And then it's going to be like just random gaps where that content would be um, taking place. And then I can't remember what else did I promise that I was going to do. I was going to look up who I think maybe who Heather was from the Indigo store or something else to do with the library. Yeah, something about the library. Okay, I'm going to listen back. I'll figure out what that was. But yeah, next episode, stay tuned for the Antarctica expose no one ever asked for, no one actually needs. But again, this is the nobody asked for this podcast. And I, I have to say, as a host, I really feel like I have failed um, the last few weeks of really sending home the message, the mission statement of this podcast, which is that nobody asked for this. Um, I'm going to do our you know, bi-monthly acknowledgement that I know that nobody listens to this. So if you are somebody who accidentally stumbled upon this and think, why is this guy talking like 8 million people are listening and about 4 million of those 8 care? Um, I know they don't. I'm just going to pretend so that if one day people do listen to this, like I'm ready. You know, like stay ready so they don't have to get ready type of situation. Um, but yeah, so next week for our Antarctica, I'm writing this down. Ready? You can hear the pen. Antarctica. I have terrible penmanship. Antarctica episode coming your way. I'm niche. Um, but yeah, until then, thank you for joining me this week for the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. Like always, if you've you know chosen to spend your time listening to me talk about nothing, I uh, can't say thank you enough. Uh, I would just like to give a shout out to our sponsors. Okay, that is all of them. I would love to... Send you over to our website. It is podcast.nobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. We also have an Instagram, as I said before, nobody underscore underscore asked underscore for underscore this underscore podcast. We also are on Twitter, TikTok, at NFTPod. All of this is on the website. Um, you can also find links to find us on different podcast platforms. We're on Spotify. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts. Those are the two main places. But we're also on, you know, no offense, but the smaller um, podcast things. We're on the Amazons. We're on the Stitcher, the Samsung Podcasts, which, again, shout out to the UK. Um, that is the uh, our most listened to audience, and it's all on Samsung Podcasts. So it's it's probably all coming from, like, one phone. But shout out to you. Um, I, I, can't, I can't say that I haven't wondered if it's Queen Elizabeth or at least somebody closer related to. Because here's the thing. They for sure, like in that royal palace, it's probably like chaos. Like they're all just like sitting, waiting for the next season of The Crown to like see, you know, who's next. I don't watch The Crown, but I assume it's a lot of like um, similar to what I'm about to do with Antarctica, like expose sort of stuff. So they're probably just like, you know pooping their pants, pooping the drawer, their drawers, their royal drawers, um, scared to find out 
who's the next person to be exposed on the crown. So that sounds very stressful. And I think that they could really use just like 32 minutes of fun every week. 32 to, I think one time I did a 50 minute episode. They'd really love that one to just like de-stress, forget the stakes, forget the, um, the throne, the firm and, and just live. So I hope you all have a great week. I hope you um, slowly see pumpkin spice uh, become a bigger theme in your meals. I hope you um, eat candy corn uh, more this year than ever before. I hope you start bringing out your bed, bath, and bullshit, whatever that store's called, bed, bath, and beyond. Is that two different stores or one? Anyway, your, you know, those stores, um, candles, the waffle, peanuts, pumpkin, spice, cold foam, whatever those things are called, praline, whatever. Um, and yeah, just wear hoodies. Get the, get the Kirkland, this is not sponsored, get the Kirkland hoodie. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week in Antarctica, a live show from Antarctica, or that's at least what I'm going to call it. So goodbye.